Hi, I'm Shama. Hi, I'm Amrita, and together we're the hosts of The, the Voice, Voice Out, Out Podcast. Podcast. Shama is one of my best friends, and even though we talk about everything under the sun, we have some healthy debates and sometimes some opposing views. But there is a lot that makes us the same. And there's a lot that makes us different. Whenever we have one of these debates or discussions or even chats, we find one of us gives the other a different perspective. So we thought, we don't want to keep that in. We want to voice it out. Yes, a bit cold. I'm gonna get something hot soon. Really? Or just my nose. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird. The red just red. Yeah. Oh, Christmas. <laughs> okay. So long ago. The festivities are all over. Anyway, so welcome everyone. Welcome to the Voice Out podcast. This is Shama and Amrita. Hi. Hello. Uh, thanks for joining us again. Um, again, a very interesting topic today. Something that I think a lot of a lot of people can relate to, a lot of women can relate to. And we're talking about why women feel the need to second guess themselves and use filler sentences or like padding fillers, especially in professional contexts, in professional environments. And, you know, and what, what we mean by that is an example when you're in a meeting and instead of just saying what you need to say, you say, oh, sorry, I just wanted to say... Or I hope you don't mind or saying something and being like, does that make sense? When no one minds, it makes complete sense and you've got nothing to apologise for. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I'm guilty of this. Definitely in a, in a professional capacity, yeah. definitely kind of just almost second guessing, but also just padding it out. Like yeah. we just said, just padding out the thought because you just think might be slightly different to what the meeting is going towards or... Yeah might be kind of just a differing p- opinion and that people might not like or yeah. maybe only makes sense to you or you know like that that kind of feeling yeah but a lot of the time I really don't know why I apologize for it yeah same especially when like you're well within your right to yeah say something and I mean why what I mean why do you think we do this to be really fair I actually don't know I was thinking about this because I saw something on Instagram and then I've been thinking about it that do I like consciously thinking, do I do this? And yeah. I, I realise I do in certain kind of spaces, mostly in a professional space. Yeah. But also whether it's to do with just who, sorry, just women doing it. And yeah. I do think it is just women because I've never heard a man say, sorry, I've got something to add. Like you, he'll just yeah. be like, okay, can I just add something? Yeah. It wouldn't be sorry. So, yeah. Why? Why? I don't understand why mostly women come from a place of apology first. Yeah. That's true. It's Actually, really yeah, you saying that. I've been in there's been there's been times in like meetings or where we've been having conversations about something and it will be a guy or a man who will just come in and say something completely different or say something that's got nothing really to do with anything but just be like, "Oh yeah, this is relevant." Yeah. And it's like, um what? Whereas for me, I've done that where even though it's relevant, I've been quite sort of mousy about it yeah <laughs> do you it's know what i mean it's a good word. yeah totally i totally get it it's really weird because 
yeah the more the more i thought about it the more it confused me as to why women do that yeah it's like we kind of already are apologizing for saying something or raising our voice i think for me i probably do it in a capacity where something has already been decided yeah and you know like i said in previous episodes i'm an overthinker so i probably think of different ways that it could go and then i've thought of something that could rock whatever's been decided and so i want i want to put this thought across yeah but i feel the need to like sorry i'm gonna have to you know it's it's almost like i'm saying sorry i'm gonna have to make you rethink this and so i'm apologizing and being like sorry i've just thought of something that could change whatever and it's just like right in the middle of a meeting i feel like even though they're not doing it you almost hear in your head a collective sigh yeah you're making that assumption apologizing because of yeah you're making you're immediately making that assumption that you are going to be like they're going to be disappointed or they're going to think of you in a negative way and i think do you know what actually yeah i think because of that it's a way of trying to protect ourselves from that as well in a way or like we were just saying just soften the blow soften, yeah soften the blow but yeah why do sure. you need to soften the blow though if it's a professional capacity and something that you're saying is completely relevant and within the capacity that you're saying it is the right capacity like you're in the meeting because you're in the meeting because you're in the meeting yeah and you know like i yeah. just don't i don't get it do you feel it comes from more of a the fact like more of the fact that women are women tend to automatically come from more of an emotional setting yes in some kind of okay in some aspects yes but also it is i think we've spoken about this in another episode but i do feel like strong women in a professional capacity are often thought of negatively yeah there's not you know like how often do you come across a woman i should ask a man this <laughs> how often do you come across a woman where you think you know what she's the right mix of authority yeah but also understanding also approachable like you don't often get someone like that and it's like even yeah. if you do it's kind of like no she's always you know she's always like this or she's always like that or she's aggressive or you know she's too assertive or whatever it is yeah Do you know what, actually, I know someone who works in a team or works in a company where the teams have changed. It's my friend, he's got a new manager and the manager is a woman. She manages different teams. And one of the guys that is on the team is, he's Indian. Mm. He's very young, but she's noticed that the way he speaks to her and the way he speaks to her male colleagues is very different. And she's like, she goes, I haven't got complete like I haven't, she hasn't got like complete proof but the way that he speaks to her and like the way that he is with her even though he's younger and he's he's she's a senior to him she's like he doesn't really take me seriously mm. he's not taking me seriously yes. and it's like for women I think it's that men tend to not have that yeah I and I'm not saying I'm not saying that no no men at all have no that, but, but I yeah. think on the whole if you if you have a team of mixed genders I do feel like men don't Men just say it. Yeah. They don't feel the need to say, does it make sense? Yeah. Or sorry, or I hope you don't mind. I just feel like it just comes out. And for women, we always second get, oh, guess exactly. ourselves, like yeah. you said. And it's really weird because I, I was just saying before we started recording as well that I've stopped using the word just. Yes, I was going to ask, like, what we now, what uh, you said that. Yeah. What? How can we change that? I don't know. It's a conscious thing that I've tried to do. Mm. Obviously, it still comes in sometimes. But you know, like when you say in an email, 
I'm just emailing because I remember we talked about this. Yeah. Um, just wanted to know if you've had a chance to look at this or... I'm just wanting to know this. You know, like the word just, I think just makes everything smaller. Yeah. Like it can be done without the word just. Yeah. So I've consciously tried to reduce the number of justs I put in yeah. emails and WhatsApp messages or whatever. And I just feel like I have to reread it because I want to say, does this make sense without the word just? And does it have more impact? And I felt like it had more impact mm. because even if you say, like I've just given a few examples, if you say, I just wanted to check if you've listened, uh, if you've reviewed this. Take the just out. I wanted to check if you review, if you've reviewed this yet. Like the word "just" is kind of like one minute. I just wanted to, you know, like it's just like I just want to grab you. I know you're busy. That kind of word. But you're also Whereas busy, you, it, precisely. <laughs> so you're also doing your job, and chances are you're asking someone to review something that should have been reviewed yesterday. Yeah. And you don't need the word "just." You don't need to say. If you've got a minute, because I feel like that's what that word does. It's mm. just like, like I just said, I just wanted to see if you've reviewed this. I want to see if you've reviewed this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. It just comes across differently. Mm -hmm. the, the amount of times I've said just in the last bit of just trying to explain that just now. Well, well <laughs> I want to, well, okay. Well, I want, because I'm thinking about this and I want to know, do you do that with everyone? Or do you do it, are you a certain way with people who are, a higher grade than you. No, I've tried to do it ever with everyone. Yeah, same. I even do it with people who are less experienced because yeah. I think for me it's that whole thing of like, oh, I kind of I still want to be nice. I don't want to I don't want to come across as aggressive or I don't want to come across and really like you said, I'm actually not. No, I'm you're not. just being it's, straight. I'm just being straight and yeah. you know, a lot of the times these people don't have time to read, oh, I'm sorry, but this this this. Yeah. And it's just okay Open your email, get to the point, you want something, here you go. Yeah. And also, it's, yeah. It's really funny you said that because I actually had someone once who I was sending a lot of stuff to. And at that time, I was very consciously saying in emails because I understood how busy that person was. Sorry to chase again, but blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. And she emailed me back on the second day and said, Amrita, stop saying sorry, that is your job. There you go. See, and then since then, yeah. I just completely stopped because I was like, yeah, why am I apologising? Yeah. Because I'm nudging them. That's my job. Hold on. She was a woman? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She literally okay. said to me, don't yeah. apologise. You're doing your job. And I bet you, you've done that to so many people. You've probably done that to like a guy. Like, I don't think a guy would ever pick that up. No. But because we have that conscious effort of... It's trying to find that balance between still being polite, but not being aggressive and not being seen as, who the hell does she think she is? Yeah. Because I feel like that at times, even when I've given a piece of advice or said something to a male counterpart, I have had times where it's that they've kind of come back to me in a way of being like, why the hell did you have to tell me that? And then where I've made a mistake or where I've done something, yeah. they've been like, oh, by the way, you, need, you know you did this. Whereas... I've only had it with two people. Yeah, I've only had it with two people. Both men. Um, and the thing is, I've looked back on my email and been like, why are they saying this to Like, what the hell have I... Like, what is this? Right? And there's, like, certain ways of doing it. I feel like maybe it's just me. I mean, these have happened quite recently in, like, the last couple of months. Mm. Um, where it's like, I've... I, I mean, I always, because I've been in the, my job for quite a while, where there's been a change in something or, you know, like there's been something where things haven't been clear. I always go back and yeah. sort of try and be like, 
you know, what's happening here? Or we normally do it like this. If you know that something's changed, please let me know. But when I did that, I've kind of realised ever since I've done that, anything that where like, you know, my duty has changed for that week or something that's happened. And especially this one of the guys has taken over where there's been a glitch in something or where he's had to message me back about something. It's been a little bit like, oh, by the way, you know, you did this. Oh, and you know this. So what about this? Like, it's been very much. Yeah, I kind of feel like because I'm quite a little bit more experienced, they feel a little bit. I don't know. It's weird. It's very, very strange. I'm like that with everyone. And everyone that I'm like that with is very much, they appreciate the fact that I'm trying to make things clear. And a lot of the times it's like, well, I've done something differently. You've done something differently. What is the right way of doing it? Let's figure it out. And we realise, okay, we're both right or we're both wrong. Or Whereas this is the the approach that this person's given me is quite different. Hmm. Um. And it just so happens that he's a guy. <laughs> so it's that. It's that whole thing. And the fact that it's made me feel uneasy when I shouldn't be feeling uneasy. I haven't done anything wrong. You know, maybe he just doesn't like the way that I, I've said something. But it's uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable feeling. And I feel like we do these things to also protect ourselves. Yeah, sometimes. But I mean, it's it's good that you're t- you're conscious, and I think it has to be a conscious it thing. Does, yeah, because I do feel like otherwise women just do this thing where we're just constantly just apologising yeah. for ourselves. There's another thing that the way that one of my female colleagues has reacted sometimes. So I can be very. So I think in life generally, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a vague person. Yeah. If I want to say something, it's either one way or the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not in the grey area a lot of the time, and if it is then I think I probably wouldn't say it. I'd make up my mind and then say it. Okay. But then in terms of professional emails, I think I'm quite, how do I explain it? <laughs> um, not rude, but to the point where I'm very clear. Okay. And if it is even telling someone senior, that's not part of our process, or I could do this or this, or sorry, what do you mean by that? Again, I've said sorry, but I wouldn't say that in the email. I think, like, so one of my female colleagues once reacted saying, oh my God, I can't believe you said this to that person who is right. quite a senior person. And mm. I was like, well, what's wrong with that? So apparently this person had asked for something to happen that we weren't capable of doing. It wasn't okay. part of our process. And so I simply went back and said, um, you know, this isn't part of our process, but we can do this instead. Yeah. And my colleague had picked that up because it was a, a joint inbox. My colleague yep. had picked it up and she'd seen my email and why he had said whatever his reply was and she just turned around to me in the office and was just like oh my god I can't believe you said this in the email and I was like what and then she read it and I was like what's wrong with that she was like well it's this person you know he's this like in in the position he's in yeah and I was like yeah it's because the reason I said it is because he's in the position he's in because he doesn't know our processes Mm. so that was me just going back saying we can't do this but we can do this yeah that's what you'd like and she was just like, I would never be able to email like that to that kind of person. What was his reply though? Was it uh, how, like, yeah, what no, was he his... went with what I said we could do. And it, it was absolutely fine. Yeah, it was totally fine. Yeah. Well, I thought I took it as if it's totally fine, but yeah. clearly my colleague took it a completely different way. And it also just reminded me of a previous manager I had who, when we were emailing a senior team, she used to tell us how to email because that team doesn't have time. So you need to make your email as clear as possible, as less words as possible. Mm. you know so they can see straight away and they can reply straight away and that led to her telling us all how to email like what to say in an email and how to say it and don't you don't have to include this bit 
You don't need oh, to put God. this in. You don't have the. Okay. And I felt really kind of. I'd been in that role a long time before she came along. Okay. And I used to feel like, can't believe I've got a manager who's telling me how I should yeah. email something. And I just went along with it. I was just like, whatever, mm. you know, just to keep the peace. Yep. And so I went along with it. And the moment she left and now where we are now with the current manager is so different because she doesn't, she's not involved in how do you email someone. Yeah. As long as you're emailing and those people are able to make the decision that they need to make with the information that you're giving, it's all well and good. No one has ever complained. Yeah. But it's just, you know, like I just sometimes feel like we cater to other people a lot. And I yeah. think maybe that's where women apologizing for yeah. their actions comes from as well. Yeah, it's true. We're always constantly trying to make up for ourselves yeah. so that we are on the same level or can be perceived as being on a good level with someone. Yeah. The opposite party often don't care. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Yeah, a lot of the times it is, you're absolutely right, the opposite party don't care. They're absolutely fine with you just saying, can I chase this up? Or can you do this for me? Or is this right? And coming from a mutual understanding that everyone's working, everyone's busy, get to the point, let's do it. But there are some people, we completely understand that there are some people who are in those intimidating environments where it hasn't been safe to just say what they want because people can be idiots people can be absolute um, I've been in jobs where there's been power trips where I mean I feel like I'm quite lucky that I've managed to I tend to become not friends but you have a good I have a good rapport with managers and I have a good I just I, I just know how to build that relation relationship but I've been in in jobs where I've had a female manager who because she she lacks the confidence, because she had lacked the confidence of sticking up for her team, people from, you know, there'd be, you know, people from above, her seniors would make a decision. And it would be completely unrealistic because they wouldn't actually know exactly what we all do and how we all do it. But she'd be like, okay, everything you want and everything you need, I'll do it. And then come to us and be like, right, you need to do this. Without there being any kind of explanation of, oh no, hold on, let me just, it will rock the boat and they might not like it, but it will be best for the team if we don't do what they do and figure out something else. Also, she was... I feel like she also had a bit of imposter syndrome. Okay. Just thinking about it, because I feel like she was always scared to be like, oh, if I do something that they don't want me to do, I'm going to lose my job. I think, yeah, I do I do feel I feel like it's quite easy to get into that kind yeah. of scenario. Yeah. But I also feel like, I don't know, sometimes you just need to... It, it, obviously, in a new job, this is probably not something you want to do mm. straight up. But sometimes you need to challenge behaviour, not just yeah. of your managers, but sometimes of your colleagues as well. Yes. And sometimes definitely. you do end up with a whole culture of no one challenges anything. And then you go you go into that team and you find it easy to challenge. And then the other people kind of then find it easy to challenge because yeah. you've got someone leading it in a yeah. way. It's very weird, but I just, mm, so I don't know. I just feel would, like if it was a woman. Yeah. You've given a really, really great tip in terms of like not using the word just can change the context of it and it like the world hasn't crashed down no one's come to you and being like why are you not more polite to me yeah i think in order to break that cycle it's also good to realize you're saying sorry when you write that out or when you say that what are you actually apologizing for yeah a lot of the times you're simply apologizing for doing your job they hired you they're paying you to do your job or even if it is at the end of a meeting and you've you know got to the any other business and everyone's like no, 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 no. And then you're like, oh, sorry, yes, I've got something. 
Yeah. It's just a very natural thing. Sometimes you don't realize. It is. You don't realize. You don't realize. Until you you become conscious. Yeah, I think it's a lot more easier to be conscious about it when you're writing a letter, writing an email. Yeah. Um, rather than when you're rather saying than, it. Yeah. And a good point that you where before we, st- we we started recording, you you pointed out that where I sign we sign off emails to say thank you. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. So like I always say thanks, comma and Rita. And I read somewhere that why are you saying thanks? Have you got something to thank? Like, have you got to say thank you for? And a lot of the time, I've said thanks already. So I've been like, okay, thank you for your reply. Would you like me to do this or something like that? Yeah. And then I'm saying thanks. So then, so in some contexts, I've actually stopped saying the second thanks or the sign off thanks. I don't know. I just don't say. I just say my name sometimes, and I just I do read it back, and I think, does it sound weird? But then, if I've said thanks for replying or whatever, Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're kind of thanking and then thanking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. thank you for reading my email. Thank you for doing your job. Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, but a lot of people put kind regards, but I just find that a bit too formal sometimes. I put kind regards sometimes. It depends who I'm emailing. Yeah, I, I put kind regards. But sometimes you um, don't need to if it's just a colleague some, you're sitting next I'm to. I'm going to be honest, right? Some people just need your aggression. I'm going to be honest. Some people just do. I've had to email teams and team members and heads of like some teams mm-hmm. from different, when, you know, on different jobs and stuff where... I've literally told them what needs doing and they've come back to me and been like, so what do you want me to do? Oh and I'm like, God. I've just told you. Just read the email. Just read the email. <laughs> and if you don't know, go to someone who does. But I think also like being conscious of that, it will also make you, let's say you're writing an email and you're like, okay, what am I padding? Sometimes, some are we not saying that you don't need to pad it all. Sometimes some padding needs to be done there. But it's just having that conscious effort of, okay writing an email where have you padded why have you padded and then when you read your email you you will find that once you get into the habit of doing that of of consciously thinking okay what am I saying why am I saying it you can also change the context of your email to be like well you don't need to pad but then it doesn't need to come across as an aggressive no thing it would just be clear you know yeah exactly but also the word padding i'm just going to take it away from electronic okay communication sure so there's a concept of laughter padding that was mentioned in the stylist magazine ah recently. yes and i spotted it on linkedin actually so laughter padding is essentially you saying something really serious to mm. someone but padding it out with laughter okay so that it softens the blow or so that it in a way doesn't come across as negative or whatever as it's meant to. And I found that concept really interesting because I do feel like if we're having, or if I'm having a really, I don't know, serious conversation with someone, yeah, I might try and be a bit jokey about it because I want to start off with them being comfortable. Okay. Or something like that. And apparently that's called laughter padding. Yeah, I've read this article as well and it's like, yeah, you laugh about it to make it seem lighter. Yeah, but then then it might be that they don't take you seriously. Yeah, especially if it is a serious subject. I think it is about just having to be conscious about it. Yeah, It's also not even softening the blow for them, but also it could be an awkward situation for you where you're not, you know, where someone, they need to say this, but because it doesn't come naturally to them to sort of, you know, be this kind of person that just says something serious. The laughter is a comfort for them to make them feel better about saying something. Yeah, probably. You know. Yeah, it works both ways. It definitely works both ways. And I think, yeah, it's something that needs to be spoken about a lot more because there is always going to be this thing where men and women 
are different. They are seen differently, especially in professional contexts. And sometimes, as hard as it is, we just have to kind of take the judgment. If you're in a professional setting, especially if you are someone of a senior level that, like the manager of my friend's team, if her team member is being like that, right, instead of her trying to, I mean, I don't, I don't know how she's handling that. But, you know, if she's trying to make him feel better, she doesn't need to you know she's a manager she manages him she's well within her right to be like no this is not how I'm going to be treated and I'm you know have the confidence to carry on with the way that she is yeah as hard as it is it's okay to not be liked if you're not going out and purposely saying something or coming across in a way that's gonna hurt people's feelings or put them in a difficult situation on purpose difficult situations happen all the time but it's not up to you to look after people's feelings basically yeah and I think you do You need to be a bit conscious as well, I think, because I've been in a situation where I had a manager who had so many blind spots that ended up coming coming across as harassment and micromanaging. Yeah. And I think in those situations, it's difficult to approach those kind of conversations and not apologise for yourself because you know what the other person is Mm. like. But I think it is also very important for you to stick up for yourself. Yeah. And not apologise for it. Exactly. Yeah, don't be um, awful. Don't be, I'm not saying be an awful person. Yeah, so I do feel like in certain situations, women tend to do that. You know, like, even when you're sticking up for yourself, you kind of apologise for doing that. Yeah. And I think it's that's where these filler sentences or whatever yeah. come in, that you want to pad it out, but essentially you're sticking up for yourself. And I just feel like sometimes it's not needed. Yeah. If you are sticking up for yourself and you're raising your voice when you're well within your right to raise your voice about something, especially if it's as serious as harassment or something. Yeah. Or speak out. Apologize. Not Not, like, raise your voice voice yeah. as a in a literal context but yeah, yeah speak out and yeah. it doesn't need to have an apology attached to it no even if you do feel like you're in the wrong because sometimes you are made to feel like you are in the wrong mm. and um, if you are actually in the wrong you're more than welcome to apologize yeah then the apology is all good <laughs> all good all there yeah like yeah just basically be more conscious about the way that you're coming across you're also teaching people how you want to be respected. You show people that respect. You don't expect people to apologise for pointing out something that you haven't thought about, which would be a good idea or, you know, as an example. So they shouldn't expect that from you. Just be a little bit conscious. And if guys do this as well, if there are guys out there who probably do this too, this goes for you too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it does. I think just anyone who feels the need to apologise when they're saying something really relevant. Yeah. Padding. You Remember. just need to think about why you're doing it. Really. Yes, laughter padding, filler sentences. Conscious. Be conscious about it. Look it up. Honestly, look it up. It will it will make you really think about what you're doing. There are gonna, probably going to be people who are like, "Oh my god, I've never done that before. I've never just said something." Try it. Try it out. Yeah. It's very, it's very exhilarating. It is, and it probably come <laughs> across in exactly the same way. Yeah, without the padded, probably padded thinking bits. about, probably thinking about it too much. <laughs> um, well, that was fun. I liked that. Yeah. And I'm definitely, this is definitely going to make me think a lot more, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's all we've got time for today, guys. That is. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and hopefully it's made you think as well. Yes. A little bit. Um, and think about how your, your emails or your messages mm. or your in-person conversations go and uh how oh my you god i'm just Im- i'm just imagining our voices in people's heads so they're, as they're at work <laughs> like writing out an email or being in a meeting going shaman and marie told me to do this so <laughs> you know <laughs> that would be um, funny that'd be hilarious let us know how it goes guys absolutely. please that'd be great yeah, um absolutely. and we believe in you have the confidence you know 
also have the confidence to contact us we are on social media we're on instagram we're on facebook at voice out podcast you can email us at voice out podcast at gmail.com a huge thank you to dj shy guy for our music yes that you've heard thank you on facebook it's called voice out podcast with shama and marisa okay there you go (laughs) yeah it's got a long one on that long one but there is a facebook page um which we do keep up to date so please do give us a like Oh yes, like, subscribe, share, download. It helps Absolutely. us. Uh, it helps the podcast reach more people. Absolutely, um, we're available on quite a lot of podcasts. You can search for us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, Spotify Podbean, Podcastle. Oh wow, we're in a lot of. We're stuff. in loads. We're in loads. Yep. Check us out. Check us out. We have got to obviously sign off and say, please don't keep it in. Voice, Voice it out. out. Bye, everyone. Bye.